If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome everyone to your Circle of Influence podcast. Today we are talking about something that um, to me sounds like a fairy tale and to (laughs) Monica, it is a reality and it is how to take a sabbatical in your business from your business. and I, we were talking right before and I just said, Monica, like, what would that even look like for me? Like, I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to make that actually happen. So educate me, inform okay. me, All right. motivate me. Okay. So first, where the word actually came from is from the word Sabbath, which mm-hmm. is a time of rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And traditionally, sabbatical is simply uh, an extended period of time away from work where during that time, the employee may still be employed and may still get paid, but they're off doing something else. It provides the employee like an opportunity to travel or to study outside of the regular jobs with the purpose of advancing their careers. Yeah. Now, as an entrepreneur, we do that all the time when we go to conferences, but instead of a sabbatical being two months, it's like two days. Right. Or three days or a weekend or a long, uh, a long weekend like that. And so what I want you to think about is using sabbaticals as a rest period or just imagine it being like the um, what is that step when you're climbing stairs and then you have a landing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the next level and then you have another landing and then the next level and you have another landing. So sabbaticals are kind of like the landing when you're going up those kinds of stairs as you're climbing the ladder to success, as it were. But it also allows you to pivot because sabbaticals are, I think, suffer the negative stereotype of, oh, you're just being lazy or you just you just quit and you don't want to say that you quit. So you're just calling it a sabbatical. That's not what that is. Mm -hmm. A sabbatical is a time to refuel yourself and or to pivot your energies because you're never not working. Right. Right. So we've talked about in this, I've mentioned it here and I've mentioned it in other places where I talk about how uh, the greater part of the year 2020 and 2021, I wasn't as much focused on my own professional development or my professional projects. I was heavily, heavily uh, concentrated and focused on family. Mm -hmm. It did not feel like rest to me. In fact, it felt worse than working. (laughs) Um, However, because I had set up my work life to produce income and to produce, you know, just like generate traffic and generate revenue independent of my direct labor, then I can focus my energy on taking care of my father who had entered hospice, my brother who had entered hospice and supporting my mom and my sister in taking care of their partners. And you want to think about the same thing. For example, what are, what are some projects? What are some domains of my life that now require my attention? 
you could use a sabbatical to go write a book. In fact, mm-hmm. you and I did that one one weekend. We we took ourselves to a to an Airbnb and just hammered out a book. Um, you could do it for a particular phase of your business. You could take a sabbatical to rebrand, mm-hmm. to pivot from serving one particular community to serving another. Maybe in the past, um, I'm thinking of a particular client that I have. In the past, she was doing sports-centered photography, and now she's doing a lot of um, work with social organizations, nonprofits, and so it's larger, it's more collective, it includes the community and so forth. It's not just about yay and achieving and a particular sports star. So even though it's still the same industry, photography and visual media, the audience is different. Well, you may need some time to acclimate yourself, to learn about that community, to do some research, to write some downloads, to write a book even, or to, you know, all of that stuff uh, is what you would use a sabbatical for. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, it does. And I actually do this. So when I think sabbatical, I think of going away for an extended period of time and not working and resting, which Mm -hmm. honestly sounds super dreamy. I would love that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do this like when I am getting ready to make a transition, I will give myself this buffer zone Mm -hmm. where I'm lightening my load so that I can utilize that creative energy and be able to birth something new Mm -hmm. Um, instead of trying to just stay in the day-to-day all of the time, because then you're always working on what you're currently doing, which supports where you're currently at. And you always have these ideas that never get done because there's no time and creative energy dedicated to them. So under this new definition of sabbatical, (laughs) I do this. Like mm-hmm. I, I've always called them workcations <laughs> where yeah, it's like, right. I, and I, a lot of times will go somewhere different. Like I'll go um, rent a property somewhere else where mm-hmm. I can kind of sequester myself and just go deep into that, that process of um, visualization and strategy. And then how do we take this into implementation? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, probably going to be doing one in the next couple of weeks, to be honest. Yeah. 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 And so I think part of it is that um, the negative connotations that we have in this culture around rest Mm -hmm. and, and we know where that comes from. We know, you know, the, the, the ruling class has impacted the ways in which we language work. Mm hmm and language productivity and ling- and what we celebrate, what values, what, what human characteristics we value and which ones we do not. But this idea of taking a sabbatical uh, so that you can make room for your creative energy. Mm-hmm. So the hustle culture of like producing and selling and I got to do this and I got to show up on this podcast and I got to do like this activity is part of work but so is sitting down and shutting up so that you can get some divine downloads so that you can write so that you can research so that you can ponder so that you can explore so that you can learn so that you can study. That's part of work as well, especially when your entrepreneurial journey is circled around your zone of genius. It's circled around your purpose in life. If your purpose in life is empowerment, then how to empower more efficiently (laughs) may seem to somebody else like, ah, that's a crappy work workshop to go to. But to somebody who's living in their purpose, it's like that fuels you mm-hmm. to feel like work. It yeah. feels like it just feels like you're refueling your tank, as it were. Right. 
And so, yes, we do need to redesign the way that we cons- that we think about sabbatical and what that we think about work, but also give rest its proper place in its the, the role that it plays in uh, in keeping in sharpening the saw and keeping us sharp and keeping us rejuvenated and energy filled and purpose filled for the next phase of whatever it is that we're facing in our lives. You know, one thing that as we're talking this through uh, that is coming up for me is as an introvert, whenever I go to a big conference or a big convention, um, I need to stay there an extra day alone in my hotel room to process everything. Um, and if I don't, then I come home and it's almost like the whole experience was wasted because Mm. I, I every day hit my people quota. And then when I hit my people quota, I start like, I'm still trying to learn information, but I'm not necessarily processing and absorbing the information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, even when I, when I go to a conference, I have to give myself like, stay one more day, sit in my hotel, in my PJs, order room service, and just take all the information and start putting it into now, what does this look like? What am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. Um, is that's almost the most important day for me at the whole conference, <laughs> mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. um, I do think as a society, we don't give ourselves enough personal strategy time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always in, like you talked about the hustle, the activity, the, the momentum of like, are we doing the income producing activities? Um, you know, where are sales at? Where's marketing at? Well, those things get stale. Like your business really does get stale if you don't give yourself time to slow down and evaluate. So mm-hmm. I like to start off every month with a planning day and um, at the end of the month have, well, it's kind of like, it's the same day, but it's, you know, evaluating the end of the month, planning the future month. And then I look at the quarter and then I look at the year mm-hmm. and I make sure like, are we actually really on track for where we're going? In fact, that's not even the order that I do. I do evaluate, then I do year, then I do quarter, then I do month mm-hmm. because the month plan is dependent on how are we on track for the yearly plan. So um, that's, you know, I never would think of that as a sabbatical, but it does kind of fit. Like, I think once one day a month I do a sabbatical and then I do mini ones throughout the year. And I just don't, mm-hmm. I never thought of that as being sabbatical because I, I mean, in my mind, it's like, you need to go to a foreign country and eat, pray, love for three months to have a sabbatical. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, my, that's what I thought it was. So, no, yeah. I mean, it is that, but it's not, that's not the only way to do a sabbatical. So disabuse yourself of that notion. <laughs> <laughs> So when is your next sabbatical? So I have one coming up in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, every year I go to Egypt uh, around the fall equinox. This year we are not going to Egypt. Oh, uh, But okay. I am taking that time to do my own two-week sojourn, as it were. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we'll see. We'll see how that, what that looks like and what that generates. Because I do feel like... Um, for the past two years or so, I've just been taking one blow after another. Mm-hmm. And and I have done a pretty good job of sitting myself down yeah, so that I can keep going for the next thing and the next thing. Um, but this latest one um, that I don't really want to mention or go into, but this latest blow, it feels like a blow to me. It feels like, okay, I'm doubled over. Yeah. I think you should go to Thailand. Ooh. That sounds amazing. 
I, so we have a mutual friend, Caitlin Domner, who yeah. Island, and she said it is the most spiritual mm. place that she's ever been where like, you just feel spirit in literally everything around you from the air to the water, to the plants. Like she, yeah. she, she walked away being like, it is I've, and the culture as well is just so immersed in the spiritual. She's like, it's the most healing and spiritually fueling place I've ever been and uh yeah yeah, I think a solo trip is gonna do my soul so good I was thinking I think those things that you just described used to describe Thailand is how I feel about Bali but Uh I think uh, but I think the east is calling me bottom line well and I love that you're not you're not running the event this year because Mm -hmm. when you lead that tour you're in charge of people Yes. Like what you really need right now is for it to be all about you and nurturing and, you know, recharging and, um, yeah. 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 I mean, one of the things that I, um, that I always say is is a phrase from a course in miracles. I don't know what anything is for. So when I was seeing that we were trying to enroll people into, um, you know, this cohort of Egypt and it wasn't happening, I was like, why? Like, we're not, this is, are you kidding? Right. We had the largest wait list and da, da, da. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm not going to do uh, the one thing I'm not going to do is force anything. Right. right. But, especially when it comes to this level of um, this level of initiation. Mm-hmm. And so the, another mantra that I use all the time for myself is I always get what I want and every, and I always have what I need way before I need it. Mm-hmm. I always have what I need way before I need it. So unbeknownst to me, right? I didn't know in January when I was planning this year that I was going to go through the the six months of initiation that I've been going through. And then noticing it's like, you might want, <laughs> you might want your own little eat, pray, love moment. <laughs> yes. And September seems to be the most amazing time to do it because I don't have an initiation school to lead. So you, mm-hmm. your point is well taken. Well, I am excited for you to have that time. Me too. And I'm excited for me to have that time too. I don't know yeah. when it will be, but there will be a day. <laughs> yes. Yes. I may have to plan this with Steven and then go kidnap you. <laughs> yeah. Not during, but I can't go in September because it's marching band season. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> but yes, I, I love it. Um, I love the, the way that you are so present in yourself and that you honor what your needs are. Mm-hmm. And, and still, this is one of the things that I just admire so much about you. You still get the things done that you need to get done. It's like, you're really good at saying, okay, I'm going through some really hard things, but you know what I'm not going to do is make it harder by letting everything be crappy. So it's like, you find ways to create joy, create happiness, create success, and, sit in the hard moments when you need to sit in the hard moments. Ashe, thank you, my friend. Hard earned lesson. Yeah. And for all of you, I want you to think about where do you need a sabbatical in your life, in your soul, in your heart, in your spirit and start planning for it. If, if it's not something that you can do right away, then start planning for it so you can have something to look forward to, but also don't make it like a year out. Don't make mm-hmm. it like uh, upon retirement. Don't make it like that, right? Like <laughs> have it have it be something that you can do 
within the next 30, 60, 90 days, even if it is just a weekend, even if it is a staycation, even if it is, I've done this. I don't know if you've done it, Amy, but um, I have taken myself out to a hotel down the street. Just yes. this, the change of scenery has been yeah. an amazing shift in energy and, and allows for that clean space for you to think about and download and be creative, et cetera. So yeah. don't let I, too much time pass. Do the, I can't do the it next at 90 home. days. And, and yeah. I, I really cannot do it at home. Like I, I get pulled into everybody else's yeah, stuff. Everybody's stuff. You have to go somewhere. So exactly. yeah. Awesome. Well, this was helpful and it's giving me ideas because I... I am in one of those creation, heavy creation modes. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at it like, okay, how am I going to fit this in? And it's, I I need a staycation. And I actually think I have the week in mind of when it's going to be. Oh, perfect. You go talk to Mr. Walker. There you go. Here are the dates. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, all of you who are listening, thank you so much for being here with us on your circle of influence. We absolutely love having you and would love to connect with you. So I'm at Amy Walker coach on Instagram. Monica is at Monica Ogando, and we cannot wait to have you back again. Thanks everyone. Thanks everybody.